that's what makes us tough. And we keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully a historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. We're going to meet Katie Noer, owner of the Give Thanks Bakery. Christina Devlin will be here, retail strategist, Tech Town Detroit. Kim Lowell Leverett, vice president of the Parade Company. It's all about Opportunity Detroit. And it's all right here, right now. Detroit, Michigan. I think everyone can agree that America's Thanksgiving Parade, presented by Gardner White, was a hit once again, and a hit all over the country. Because of the hard work the people at the Parade Company, led by Tony Michaels as the president and CEO, worked hard to get us on several different uh, television stations around the country. Uh, The Michigan Thanksgiving Parade Foundation was founded in 1982 for the purpose of staging and perpetuating America's Thanksgiving Parade presented by Gardner White, Michigan's grandest and most cherished civic event. And the vice president of the parade company, we don't hear from enough, but we're going to hear right now from Kim Lowell Leverett. Kim, congratulations on another parade. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Couldn't be more proud to be part of an amazing team. An amazing team that works all year round to put on this fabulous parade. Uh, Absolutely. And, and your involvement uh, is so important, a vital part of Metropolitan Detroit's cultural community. People have been going to this parade for years and years. It's a family tradition, and it only gets better. But I want to hear more about you as vice president of the parade company. Tell us about about you and your background. Oh, sure, sure. Thanks so much, Paul. Um, I am uh, responsible for recruiting and training the over 2,000 volunteers that you saw uh, in this year's parade. Um, I, I, we have over 2,000 volunteers who help all year round with um, our other events, and for the parade itself, with uh, coming in, our art studio help with painting, building floats, office work, our events. Uh, we couldn't be more grateful for them. Well, I bet. I mean, that's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of volunteers to make this happen, and uh, it really is a year-round event with the building floats, bringing floats really uh, creatively to life. It has yeah. been really something. Absolutely. And and you asked me about my background. I used to be a community engagement manager for a software company, which is quite different. Uh, I uh, really enjoy now that I get to say things that I couldn't say at my other job, like, I need you to hold Captain Underpants or uh, <laughs> wear a puppy costume. <laughs> I'm, I'm really kind of, I'm There's just going to no tell you this. no other job like it. <laughs> Kim, uh, Kim Lowell Everett, I'm just going to say, I'm kind of glad that you never had to say, Somebody hold Captain Underpants in another job. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, in something like this, because of your your involvement in the past with community engagement, my goodness, then this must be so uh, 
oh, satisfying understanding what something like America's Thanksgiving Parade presented by Gardner White actually means to our city. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a definitely a tangible reward that's immediate that you see on the smiles of people's faces when uh, the uh, parade comes down Woodward. Um, we're all about bringing people together and just highlighting the best of Detroit. We want to showcase the best of Detroit in our region. And um, we're just really putting the city on a national map. So um, the parade is like in over 180 markets across the country. We have over uh, um, 84 million viewers uh, nationwide. So we really, really want to showcase Detroit, showcase our city, and we couldn't be more proud. Well, I think that you do that extremely well and that people from around the country who don't know Detroit or maybe think they know Detroit in a different way than we'd like to portray, uh, they have to be thrilled to see what we can do with uh, America's Thanksgiving Parade and in our Michigan Thanksgiving Parade Foundation with your full-time management staff of uh, event marketing and creative professionals they've got to be yes. they've got to be kind of in some ways i guess the word would be surprised right right yeah we get it all the time um i just can't tell you how many emails and facebook comments we get just uh praising us and thanking us for what we do uh to highlight the best of the city so the parade is behind you now and you are probably well no doubt already working on next year's parade. But tell me a little bit, Mm -hmm. Kim Lowell Leverett, Vice President of the Parade Company, one of the many, many people behind the scenes that make this happen. Uh, Tell me what the week leading up to the Thanksgiving Day Parade is like. Well, the week leading up to the parade is super, super busy, super exciting. So we just finished uh, last week, was um, the, the week before, was the last of the tours because we have uh, thousands of people coming through to view uh, the floats for the tours. And then we move on to the phase of getting the floats ready for parade day. So the artists are busy doing the finishing touches to the floats. The costume cases are being prepared and shipped down to Wayne State for staging. Uh, Then um, on uh, rollout day, the day before Thanksgiving, we line up all of the floats and the order they're going to be in the parade to head down uh, in a slow uh, processional down Woodward to stage. So it's kind of a parade before the parade. Super exciting. A parade before the parade. I like the idea. I like the the concept. Um, (laughs) Was there something... I know it's difficult to do this, but I'm still, i got to ask the question. Is there something that you're especially fond of or look forward to or would be called maybe your favorite feature in the parade? Well, I think that I kind of, I, ha- I have two things that I really, really appreciate. And that is I am at the volunteer headquarters. So when the volunteers come back from the route, I get to see the smiles on their faces and just the adrenaline and the excitement of being so happy about what they just did. And that is that makes that really worth, worth it for me, all the hard work that I put in to uh, get everything organized and our volunteers ready, seeing their, their smiles when they come back. And also, I'm a big kid at heart, so I enjoy Santa. So Santa's my favorite part of the parade. And somehow you always make it on the nice list, Kim. I think that's very uh, admirable. (laughs) Now, what if somebody wants to, uh, because this is a year-round affair, 
What yeah. if somebody would like to be a volunteer for the country's largest and most iconic parade in the United States? Of course, our our America's Thanksgiving Parade presented by Gardner White. How do people go about uh, joining the team? Oh, my goodness. Paul, I'm so glad you asked that. It's really easy. I hear all the time folks saying, hey, I didn't know I could volunteer. I didn't know this was something I could do. We absolutely take um, volunteers all year round. You just go to www.theparade.org and click on Be a Part of the Magic, and the volunteer application is online. You can also email me at volunteers, with an S, at theparade.org. Volunteers, with an S, at theparade.org. You got it. And, and frankly, the parade.org is really the, the magic uh, key, if you will, to get anything you might need uh, for this. You had said it before, but what, what number are we looking at in terms of volunteers on average every year? Every year we have over 2,000 volunteers. Isn't that something? It's over amazing. Tr- the kindness, tr- the, the, over- the dedication and the commitment. We're so proud of our volunteers. Over 2,000 people understanding, realizing how important this parade is to all the folks in and around the sound of my voice, this area, to be able to enjoy that parade, whether it's uh, free along the parade route or in the stands or however else they might do it. How spectacular is that? And how great everybody, all of the volunteers and yourself, everybody must feel by being a part of this special, special occasion. Absolutely. I say it all the time. I am just so proud of our team. Um, We have some of the smartest, uh, creative team of people uh, led by Tony Michaels, who is a legend himself. Um, I I just couldn't be more proud to be part of our team. Well, that's great to hear and good for you. And uh, it just keeps growing. This this Thanksgiving parade that we just finished, uh, uh, we had, uh, I think it was nine new floats. Yes, yes. It was the first year where we had uh, built nine brand-new floats for the parade, and uh, it's uh, Ford Motor Company, Gardner White, University of Michigan, C.S. Mott Children's Hospital, Huntington Bank, Mary Grove Awnings, Rocket Companies, DTE Foundation, Pet Supplies Plus, and Strategic Staff Solution added another adorable buggy to their uh, 11 buggy float disco dogs and cool cats so it's now 12 buggies wow well that's that's uh, extra fun and it's uh, fun for everybody at the parade company too and the people uh, realize they've listened to us long enough to know that it's it's you guys that actually build these parades uh, <laughs> uh these floats in the parade they build the floats all of them that are mm-hmm. in the parade and uh yeah. working with the people who might have a concept or an idea or oftentimes the parade company comes up with the concept and ideas and then uh, put it into works and, and people get to see their their dream come to life. And that's not just for the Skillman Foundation oh. and the kids. That's for everybody involved. Absolutely. Uh, that makes it Absolutely. so special. Absolutely. One of the greatest things is seeing what, what was rendered on paper just come to life and how accurate and spot on our talented artists are. One of my special favorites this year was that new big paper mache head. Ah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I and I said that is one of our most handsome big heads. 
Oh, come on. Um, th- <laughs> thanks to you and uh, and Bob Riney and, of course, Tony Michaels to mm-hmm. to honor me. And I am so honored. I was speechless when he told me and when he presented it at the pancake breakfast the first time yes. I saw my big head, bigger than my head in real life, uh, my <laughs> big head that made its way down the uh, uh, the parade route for the first time ever. Now, I'm getting, oh uh, Tony, to add headphones, maybe a microphone, oh, so people know who yeah. I am, because they're not going to know. Oh, they will. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course they will. I thought they did a pretty, uh, a, a pretty good uh, rendering for oh, you. Oh, they did uh, a nice job. Likeness. Yeah, they did. It also throws people that I have a beard now, but it's a temporary beard. So when he asked me, did I want the beard on there? I said, nah, I'm not going to have this beard forever. At least that's not the plan. So right. uh, it's without the beard, but the glasses are there and, and my chin with the little cleft in it. And and then uh, and then just it does look like me if you know what I look like. But soon yes. in the next parade, they'll have headphones on me and I'd like them to put on the sides WJR so that there's no Perfect. Doubt. There's no doubt Perfect. at all. Well, oh, anything yeah. else Perfect. we need to know, Kim? Because you guys did another great job this year. Just that, uh, just that, I just couldn't be more proud of our team, and I'm just so, so, so proud of our city for coming out and supporting us. It's just a great tradition, and I'm and I'm proud of this legacy. And I couldn't be more proud of you, uh, and the other staff and volunteers you represent, and people can join up by going to theparade.org, theparade.org. And uh, Kim Lowell Leverett, Vice President of the Parade Company, God bless you and all the people you. you represent doing the great job in presenting America's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, presented by Gardner White. God bless you for all that work. God bless you, too. Thank you so much, Paul. We continue on Opportunity Detroit. Next up on Opportunity Detroit is Katie Noor. Katie is the owner of a dream, really. It was in January of 2021, Katie Noor and her husband Dietrich acquired the Give Thanks Bakery from its founder, Gerald Mathis, who is now enjoying his retirement. As longtime friends of the Mathis family and customers of Give Thanks Bakery, Katie and Dietrich are excited to continue the rich tradition built since 1998. It's nice to have you with us, Katie, and nice to hear of somebody who's really living the dream. Thanks, Paul, and happy to be here. I suspect that, first of all, knowing the family that owned it, being customers of Give Thanks Bakery, you kind of believed with your love of food, passion for cooking and baking, that you wanted to make sure that place lived on, and the best way to do that was to buy it. 100%. And, you know, I'm not alone. This bakery has been blessed for more than two decades with um, an incredible, incredibly loyal customer base here in Rochester. It's a growing customer base, but it's a group of people that come often and frequently and and, um, have expressed great appreciation and gratitude that the bakery made it through this most recent cycle um, and downturn in COVID and has emerged uh, strong and healthy and ready for the next chapter. Well, that is wonderful. Tell me about yourself and, and your husband and, and your background that led to this. Um, well, uh, ours is a, is a nomadic story. I was, I'm was i a Southern Californian by nature who made their way to the Midwest 
uh, in, for college and really have found my home here in this area. We moved with family, our five children, to Detroit almost 10 years ago and um, have found unexpected roots in this place. Um, our children have been educated here, and my husband had uh, a successful commercial real estate career in this very exciting city, and we have enjoyed immensely uh, taking advantage of all of the amazing revitalization and renewal that our great city has participated in. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great joy. Um, so, yeah, it's been 10 years. Who would have known that... Um, you know, in a period of quarantine, like everybody else, with soul searching and long walks, uh, that we would decide to embark on this uh, remarkable challenge. Our children are getting older. They're moving on to adult uh, lives of their own. And this was a perfect opportunity for us to lean into the dream of small business ownership that Dietrich and I have always had. Uh, as you mentioned, we love food. We, uh, we're a bicultural family. Uh, Dietrich is German, and, and I hail from this great country, and so we have a unique sensibility to lend to the great European tradition of the Give Thanks Bakery, and uh, it has been one of the greatest, uh, most uh, ambitious things I've undertaken, except for maybe having four children in a span of five years. <laughs> yeah, that's an undertaking, all right. <laughs> well, good for you, and I know uh, not just in the name, the Give Thanks Bakery, but obviously your core values uh, uh, are based uh, on faith and more. Tell us about that. I'm, I'm glad that you recognized and, and asked that, Paul, because it's really at the essence of, of what, our, um, what our small business is about. The name Give Thanks really informs our culture of generosity gratitude and manifest itself in service to others. And that really is um, the spirit that is behind everything that we do. Um, we approach the business um, with a sense of humility and look for opportunities to serve not only the customers that come to our cash register, but to serve our employees and oversee and, and look after their livelihood, but also participate actively in our communities. We are we're located in three vibrant Main Street locations, uh, downtown Rochester, downtown, Detroit, downtown Royal Oak, and also in midtown Detroit. And each has a unique and different neighborhood, but a community that uh, gives us an opportunity to really minister, if you will, to people where they are. You know, a lot of people come to our bakery in a state of celebration. They're buying a cake for a birthday or an anniversary or a special occasion. But a lot of people come to our bakery because they're, they're in need in one way or another. They're looking for a smile, a word of encouragement, maybe something sweet to eat. Maybe they've had a crummy day or something serious is going on in their lives. And so we find ourselves blessed with an opportunity to be a, a bright light and a refuge, if you will, in, in, in a world that can sometimes be, you know, kind of daunting. Katie Noer with us on Opportunity Detroit, owner of Give Thanks Bakery, along with her husband, Dietrich. And and though I salute and embrace and love the fact that it's your core values that are indeed based on faith, love, giving, dedication to serving others, we get that in our conversation. However, the art of making really good bread and pastries does require a talented team that is dedicated to the craftsmanship and innovation over and above all of the rest. You are so right. And we are 
incredibly blessed to have a team of um, of professionals and artisans in our bakery family that uh, that enable us to do what we do. We simply couldn't make the handcrafted, scratch-made uh, products that are a signature of Give Thanks Bakery without the talent of our pastry chefs and our artisan bakers. Uh, we have an incredibly warm and friendly group of people that has created this wonderful place to work. Uh, everybody is very proud of what they make. Um, and so you're right, our products are and the quality of our products are, are as important as our culture and how it is that we treat our, our customers. You really couldn't have one without the other. And particularly as we head into this monster holiday season, November and December for people in our industry are just a flat-out um, jam session until the end of the year. Our team will put in 125% every day to, to help us carry us through this season. I bet. I can only imagine. What would you say, Katie, proudly, what would you say that sets your bakery apart from others in the area? Well, we are, first of all, privileged to be part of a cadre of uh, bakeries in the wider Tri-County area that is really the, the envy of many cities. So we are proud to participate and stand alongside people that went before us and and other bakeries um, in, in Detroit, Wayne County, Oakland, and, and Macomb County. So uh, we're lucky there. But but what, what sets us apart, honestly, I think um, you can look at the reviews that are written, uh, you know, in, in the various portals, whether it be on Google or Nextdoor or some of these other online places, and you can just look to what our customers say. Almost all the customers have some reference to a combination of um, the authenticity of our European artisan bread and pastries, how it reminds them of a trip or a, a place that they've been or perhaps some place that they grew up. But it's almost never offered as a compliment without a mention of the person that served them. Uh, they tend to mention our, our counter staff by name, the way they were treated, uh, and how they felt when they walked out their door, not just what's in their bag. So that may be... Um, you know, taking cues from the reviews that we receive. That may be probably the singular thing that sets us apart. But our, our peer group is, is enviable. We have, we have an amazing group of, of competitors, if you will, uh, in this industry, which is a real nod to, um, to the city of Detroit and beyond. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, if people walking in to the Give Thanks Bakery know the names of the people behind the counter, I bet you that the people behind the counter oftentimes know the names of the customers as they come in. So right. And in fact, it's really, it's so much fun because, um, you know, we humans, we are creatures of habit, aren't we? And we tend to order the same thing at the same time of day. Um, and and it, it has become a great joy to get to know our customers. We We also notice when they're not there. We have a group of customers that come in so regularly that when they are absent, uh, we notice. And I think that that also uh, brings a smile or two to our customers' faces when we say, where have you been? We haven't seen you in so long, Paul. <laughs> How have you gotten along without our, our buns or whatever it might be? In fact, what is your favorite thing that you guys bake? 
Oh, that's, um, you know, that is a difficult question. I know, know, it's like like asking who your favorite child is. I understand. That's right. That's right. We and in our in our in our bakery, we say, "Well, what's your favorite finger? You know, what's your favorite child?" Well, I would I would have to say, from a bread perspective, um, I really love our cranberry walnut sourdough, toasted with a little bit of salted butter or on a turkey sandwich is just to die for. Wow. But if I was to dive into a, a a breakfast offering, I would have to say that our almond croissant uh, is really really hard to beat. <laughs> And that's coming from the expert, my friends, the almond croissant or the cranberry walnut sourdough, which sounds pretty doggone good as well. Now, where do we find the Give Thanks Bakery? So if you were on a north-south axis, um, our northernmost location is located on Main Street in downtown Rochester. The tricky thing is, and what makes us Rochester's best-kept secret, is that our door is on the west alley. So you've got to go around to the back of the building at 225 South Main in Rochester. If you go down a little bit further south, you'll find us um, in downtown Royal Oak. Just about at the corner of 4th and Main, we occupy the former historic Herman's Bakery location, which was a beloved institution in Royal Oak for about eight decades. Mm-hmm. And then if you carry on even further south, you'll find us across the street from the DSO, just north of Mac and Whole Foods. Uh, in the Plaza Building at 3800 Woodward Avenue. All right, I'm I'm, I'm writing it down as fast as I can. All right, very good. <laughs> uh, it's it's nice to know that you have uh, multiple uh, locations. Any plans for any other growth? Oh gosh, that's like asking a lady in the recovery room after having a baby when she's going to have another one. <laughs> Good heavens. Well, I, didn't, I didn't mean to make it like that, but... No, it, it, we, we just opened Royal Oak in June, and so and we opened uh, Midtown about 13 months ago. So at the moment, we are actively uh, stabilizing a, a new, new three-location enterprise. We're heading into the busiest time of the year. But, you know, Paul, who knows what 23 will, 2023 will bring. We are, we're bullish on the future. We're bullish on Detroit and... Um, you know, who, who knows? I'll never say never. Well, that's the spirit. And you know what? Sometimes, uh, and this doesn't have to be a forever uh, decision, but sometimes enough is enough. You have three fabulous locations. You want to make sure that everybody enjoys their experience. And that takes a lot of attention. And when you, you know, I believe me, I've seen people do very well, and then I've seen them not do so well when they grow too quickly. You take your time. Good attitude. Who knows what 2023 will bring? But what we have now is three fabulous Give Thanks uh, bakeries in Royal Oak, uh, in uh, Rochester, and uh, in uh, in Detroit on uh, Woodward. And I salute you for that. Um, I know you're headlong into a very busy season through the end of this month and now in uh, in all of December. Uh, so God bless you for that, Katie Knorr, and thanks for letting us know about Give Thanks Bakery. Can we go online, too? Absolutely. It's surprisingly givethanksbakery.com. <laughs> that is surprising, and I salute you for making it easy for all of us. Givethanksbakery.com. Katie Knorr and a very best-in-class team reflecting their core values and striving for excellence every day and achieving that excellence. Continued good luck and success to you, Katie. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Paul. As we continue, 
an opportunity to try it. And finally, uh, on Opportunity Detroit, we're happy to welcome in from Techtown Detroit, Christina Devlin. Christina, I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. I did, Paul. Thanks so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, it's our pleasure to uh, to host you on Opportunity Detroit. Tell us about Techtown. All right. Techtown is Detroit's entrepreneurial hub. We help tech businesses and small businesses to go from, hey, I have an idea, to getting open, stabilizing, and growing. Uh, TechTown was founded in 2000 as a partnership between Wayne State University, Henry Ford Health, and General Motors. And in 2004, opened our doors as a nonprofit. And today we have a wide variety of entrepreneurial services for both tech and neighborhood businesses, the majority of which are completely free. Uh, and that is ranging anywhere from a 25-minute one-on-one consult to free workshops to uh, cohort-based learning opportunities and most recently uh, bringing the Hatch Detroit competition under the TechTown umbrella. Uh, and then we also have co-working opportunities and event space available at our building in Midtown. So at TechTown, you're helping tech startups, small businesses develop, launch, and grow by connecting entrepreneurs to learning and networking events in Detroit and a variety of resources and meeting spaces. And just before we came on, you reminded me that Saturday was, in fact, a very special day for small businesses. Absolutely. Saturday was Small Business Saturday, one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, It was a great opportunity to get out and support those local small businesses in the community that help to create jobs in our community, bring tax-based dollars back into our community, and, uh, you know, create community flair and and give people a sense of place. And and kind of there, there is a sense, I'm thinking, in Detroit of kind of we're all in this together, aren't we? Absolutely, we are. Uh, I have to say that working with so many small business owners in the city of Detroit, one of the most fun parts for me is seeing how open they are and how willing they are to share what they've learned with each other and collaborate with each other to help lift up both of their businesses and just want to help each other out and give each other a leg up. Which is a good thing. Uh, It's truly Mm -hmm. a very good thing. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and your background, Christina Devlin. Sure. Uh, I am a lifelong Metro Detroiter and a nonprofit lifer. Uh, So I've spent over two decades working with arts and culture organizations in the city, helping them to grow and strengthen their retail operations before going out on my own as a consultant. Uh, And then in 2018, I was invited to join the Ask an Expert program at TechTown to share all of those things that I learned in those two decades. Uh, as well as being a guest presenter for their retail boot camp program. And then in 2019, I officially became a TechTown employee, and I am now a retail strategist on our small business services team. And that means I get to help implement programs like The Shop, which is TechTown's monthly pop-up, uh, Retail Boot Camp, which is our 12-week intensive program that helps small businesses grow into a brick-and-mortar space in the city. Uh, and I'm also responsible for coaching small business owners. And this year, I'm told you've you've partnered with Bedrock's Cadillac Square Holiday Markets. Can you tell us a little bit more about that partnership? 
Yes. Bedrock is a strategic partner for TechTown, and Bedrock has seen the success that TechTown has had supporting small businesses throughout the city, and they invited us to provide support for the 18 small businesses at the holiday market this year. And this comes in the form of educational workshops, which help them to strengthen their business acumen and skills, uh, one-on-one coaching sessions to work with each business wherever they're at in their journey, and providing resources to help them achieve maximum sales success for the holiday as well as into the future. Uh, You know, this is a huge undertaking for these businesses. The next seven weeks, these businesses are essentially in their own brick and mortar in downtown uh, in those huts. And Bedrock wants to ensure that they have the right support every step of the way. That goes uh, into helping uh, ensure success of the entrepreneurs that are featured in the market. Tell us what else you do to, to to help be sure they're successful. Right. So we started prior to the market opening, and we hosted a workshop for all of the business owners. And the focus was helping them to prepare for what that market experience will really be like. Uh, Some of the feedback we've heard from past year vendors is that no matter how prepared you think you are, it's bigger than what you expect, right? Last year, they had over 160,000 visitors walk through that area. Uh, And so helping them to prepare for that, because for some of them, this is a whole new level of selling and retail experience. And that includes everything from how do I manage my inventory and how do I maximize my sales and how do I make sure that all of my tech is in order and working with my in-person experience as well as my online experience. Uh, And now that the market is open, my teammate Carrie Vestrand and I visit the markets at least once a week, and we check in with each of the owners, and we're talking about what are the successes that you're having and what are the challenges that you're seeing, and providing in-the-moment coaching and feedback and uh, resources to help them. Some of that is identifying technical assistance opportunities to help them elevate their experience there. And then talking to them about how they're going to leverage those successes that they're having and trying to connect them to a resource to assist with whatever those pain points still are. Right. So uh, one great example, one of the businesses down there just moved to being full-time in her business, which is a huge milestone for any business owner. Uh, And she's never worked with a bookkeeper before. And her sales are growing really fast. And having a bookkeeper is a super important partner to have in place to ensure your business success. So we're working to connect her with a few different options on that front so she can find the one that will work best for her. And that illustrates uh, what you're doing with TechTown Detroit, seeing itself as Detroit's entrepreneurship hub with the uh, meaningful and equitable revitalization of Detroit through the launch and sustainable growth of these tech startups and small businesses that create new jobs and generate revenue, strengthen neighborhoods, you're dealing with people oftentimes who've never done this before. So I hope that they accept your help with open arms. I guess I guess the successful ones certainly do. Uh, yeah, we, we hope so. We, our goal is to help every business owner wherever they are at and tailor our engagements and our meetings with them to wherever they are at in that moment and help them to go to wherever it is that they want to go because everybody's journey is different and everybody has a different destination in mind. And our goal is just to help remove uh, some of the barriers that are in their way and make it a little easier for them, hopefully. Not always easy, Christina Devlin. Uh, Your people, (laughs) you and your people, may have some very specific ideas on on what you think works best, but I suspect that oftentimes 
You have to help the people you're working with be the best they can be their way. Definitely, definitely. So one of the biggest differences and the greatest strengths, but also the biggest challenge to being a small business owner is uh, it's not just your business, right? You have to balance your entire life because life happens, right? I mean, COVID, people have to move their businesses online. They're at home taking care of kids. They're taking care of family members, and they're still trying to run a business, which is more than a full-time job in and of itself. So uh, that's why it's really important to spend some time getting to know each business owner individually and really dig into where do they want to go? Because I may see potential in one direction, but that might not be their ultimate goal. And our goal is to help a business owner to do whatever's going to work best for them and help them to arrive at whatever success looks like for them, because that is different for every person. So if someone has a startup idea and is hoping to get in contact with TechTown Detroit, how should they go about doing that? Any business with an idea looking to get open or who's already operating and looking to grow or work on a specific area that they're having challenges with, uh, they can go online to techtowndetroit.org slash strategy dash sessions or just Google TechTown Strategy Sessions and uh, go on there, pick the strategist that best fits their needs, and then schedule a quick 25-minute appointment to talk to us. We will help you to get connected to the best program or resource for wherever they are at in the moment. Sounds fabulous. Anything else we need to know about you and or TechTown Detroit? Uh, The most important thing is we are here. We are offering services free for anybody who is interested. So please don't be afraid if you're thinking, I don't have any experience. I'm not far enough along in my journey yet. I don't really know where I'm going or what I want to do. We have something in, uh, in our resource pool to help you to get going, and we are happy to assist with any questions that you have at all. So please don't be afraid to reach out and set up a time. That's why we're here. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't sell yourself short. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Christina Devlin, uh, Tech Town Detroit. We appreciate you. Thanks, Paul. This has been a pleasure. It's been our pleasure and uh, always a pleasure here on Opportunity Detroit. And we thank all of our guests today. Uh, Obviously, Christina Devlin, Tech Town Detroit. Uh, Also, Katie Nower, the owner of the Give Thanks Bakery. And uh, Kim Lowell Leverett, uh, Vice President of the Parade Company, as we get all set uh, to uh, already plan next year's Thanksgiving Parade. Since they finished this one, uh, they're already working on the next one. And maybe you're also now fully in the holiday spirit. Once Thanksgiving is here, um, as it has come and gone, we are in the official holiday time. And there's so much to do all around the holiday markets downtown, the Cadillac Square holiday markets, everywhere else. Uh, And it's going to be a lot of fun and an opportunity to remind ourselves to practice being grateful, practice gratitude, and life will be so much better. So that's going to do it for us on this edition of Opportunity Detroit. Hope you'll join us Monday through Friday from 6 till 9 on the Paul W. Smith Show and that you go on out and make it a great uh, rest of the day and evening. Talk to you in the morning. Regards, Paul W. Smith.